A vaccine for controlling dengue fever, the hope of reducing its transmission by mosquitoes, and for developing effective antiviral drugs were all held out by the pioneering researcher Duane Gubler here at the American Society of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene annual meeting in Atlanta. I asked him first what he made of the big survey of dengue reported at the conference by the Sri Lankan government and the London School of Hygiene. Well, Sri Lanka has had uh, dengue uh, for many, many, many years. And uh, the unique thing about Sri Lanka is they had their first uh, cases of dengue hemorrhagic fever in 1989. Uh, this is uh, while other countries during the 1970s uh, and the 80s were having major epidemic. Uh, we showed in Sri Lanka that uh, this uh, emergence of epidemic dengue was due to uh, the emergence or uh, the genetic change in the virus that is the predominant virus. So this survey is a follow-up to that to monitor dengue transmission in uh, the city of Colombo, in a small area of the city of Colombo, to actually get a better idea of the uh, spectrum of clinical illness, the uh, incidence of disease over, over a period of time. Uh, and to understand better the transmission dynamics. Uh, dengue is a neglected or relatively neglected tropical disease. What have been the problems and what now are the hopes? The problems have been exactly that. It's been neglected. for, for uh, I've been working on dengue now for uh, nearly 40 years and it's been the poor cousin of uh, diseases like malaria and others. It simply uh, most countries simply don't take dengue very seriously. Most countries don't put any uh, resources, so to speak, into dengue uh, surveillance, prevention, and control. They go from epidemic to epidemic. When there's an epidemic, they all respond in uh, emergency response. The epidemic passes. Uh, they go on about their way. And so basically it's a combination of uh, lack of... Uh, funding by the international funding agencies and lack of uh, uh, responsibility on the part of the countries that are endemic for the disease. And the hopes now? The hopes are uh, there are several really exciting things happening. Number one, the vaccines are just a few years away and we have at least five good candidate vaccines that are um, in clinical trials uh, ranging from phase one to phase three. Uh, so those should be coming online, at least some of them, in the next uh, four or five years. Uh, a second uh, hope is that uh, we now have uh, a lot of uh, uh, big pharma, as well as small pharma, as well as academic uh, research centers looking at antivirals for, uh, for the flavoviruses, specifically for dengue. And uh, there's a lot of progress there as well. A lot of these uh, uh, universities are actually pulling old drugs that have been put into a lot of people, been uh, developed for other, uh, other diseases, and testing those. And there's some, some that show very good promise. Uh, the third area is that uh, there's, for the first time in 30 years, good progress in developing genetic control or genetic uh, mechanisms to control the mosquito or, and, and our biological control mechanisms for the mosquitoes. And specifically, there are two. Um, one is the um, sterile male uh, approach to eliminating Aedes aegypti. Second is a uh, biological control method, uh, putting a bacterium called Wolbachia into Aedes aegypti, which uh, decreases its ability to transmit so, and, and others as well. 
So these are some very exciting hopes for the future. What plea would you send out for the here and now, right now, to uh, public health bodies and governments all over the world who may have been neglecting this disease in the past? Well, the, the message is pure and simple. You need, this is, uh, dengue is uh, one of the most important emerging tropical diseases in the world and has tremendous social, tremendous economic, and tremendous uh, public health impact, uh, in those, especially in those countries that have major epidemics. And it's driven, this uh, global reemergence that we've seen in the past 30 years is driven by... Uh, Population growth by urbanization, by globalization, and by lack of uh, lack of uh, mosquito control. What should we be doing right now, though? Well, what we should be doing right now is we need to do something about the movement of viruses and vectors via modern transportation. As far as I know, no international public health agency is uh, uh, doing anything to address this because it has tremendous political and economic implications. Uh, secondly, we need to do something about the lack of effective uh, disease surveillance, uh, laboratory-based disease surveillance. Most countries in the world that have dengue don't even have a good laboratory that can diagnose the disease. Third thing we've got to do is we've got to build, rebuild the public health uh, infrastructure to deal with uh, vector-borne diseases such as dengue, and that means more trained personnel, it means... Uh, more tools uh, such as vaccines, drugs, insecticides, uh, uh, basically better, better public health uh, uh, tools. Uh, and lastly, we need uh, uh, political support. We need uh, the political will to control this disease. We, can, we know how to do it. It's just that we don't have the economic support, and without uh, political will, we'll never have that economic support. So to sum up, what is the brief take-home message at the moment? Brief take-home message is, is that uh, we can uh, continue to ignore this disease. If we do, we're going to continue to see thousands of children die every year. And uh, actually, uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of economic loss uh, due to the disease. Dwayne Gubler from Duke University NUS Medical School in Singapore talking to me here in Atlanta at the American Society of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene Conference. For Audio News, I'm Peter Goodwin.